What's up, world? Welcome to another episode of the Brian Genuine Show. As you know, I am Brian Genuine, and like always on all podcast platforms, Brian Genuine Show, social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, Facebook, Brian Genuine Show, man. And of course, like always, just the good old, good old YouTube channel, Brian Genuine Show, man. Social media, uh, YouTube channel, Brian Genuine Show. If you go to my social media platforms, you can see that I have my YouTube channel, and you can go there, you can subscribe, you can actually uh, comment on videos, stuff that I've done, uh, hit the notification button, man, everything, man, brand new show, man. Hope you guys enjoy this episode, because tonight I am starting my Wrestling Life Top 10 of 2023 list, and tonight I am doing it with my Top 10 Moments of 2023 from Wrestling Particularly WWE, let's be real. Um, <laughs> but I'll be doing this list, man. And uh, y'all know how I do my top 10s. I go from 10 to 1. And also be on the lookout for my top 10 matches and my top 10 wrestlers of 2023. That is also coming. But let's get into it, man. So like I said, I'll be doing this list from 10 to 1. These are my top 10 moments now they have nothing to do with the in-ring action or wrestling at all probably but most of this is just about the moments that I was like what the fuck just happened that is kind of what this is so starting off at number 10 man this is hard to put at 10 and I won't put it at 10 because I'm going to move it up so like I do all the time I move stuff up I move stuff down and I'm moving this up and I'm going to move it up. And so I'm starting at number 10. And I'm going to start off with what just transpired. And that is at Survivor Series 2023 War Games. And that is the return of the Viper, Randy Orton. The pop of Randy Orton coming out to save Cody, Jay, Sammy, and Seth was massive the fact that the man is back and he looks actually healthy compared to a year and a half ago when the reports were coming out that this man may not ever wrestle again to see how he looks right now is crazy um it's clear that randy is going to fight roman reigns at uh at the royal rumble uh, anybody tell you that he's not, you're freaking delusional. Um, I can't wait to see what this is going to look like. Uh, Roman versus Randy is a very interesting match. By the way, this is the Roman, Roman has never faced Randy as the tribal chief. They fought in um, the six-man tag at Backlash a couple of years ago, but that was, again, a six-man tag match. It wasn't physically them versus you know, um, each other. So this is going to be literally the first time since uh, since Roman became the Tribal Chief. And as we know, they've been building Roman to be this dominant, conquering force. And this is actually going to be, pro- and I, I truly believe this is going to be one of the last real good matches for Roman's reign as champion. Him versus Randy at the Royal Rumble is going to be amazing. Um, Randy Orton is one of the rare few that, really don't have bad matches. He doesn't have bad fucking matches. And something that Roman needs is some, another notch under his belt to make us feel like, okay, maybe they shouldn't in this run of Roman Reigns. They should definitely 
in the run of Roman Reigns. But what I've been feeling, what I think is, again, Roman beating Randy Orton. Yes, he's going to use the bloodline to win the match. Let's get that out the way. But also, if they do what I've been saying, and that is Solo wins the Royal Rumble, and he calls Randy Orton the title, maybe you don't have to bring John Cena back, but you can use Randy Orton to help Cody Rhodes beat Solo at Elimination Chamber to give Cody the WrestleMania match and have also Randy versus Solo, which can help Solo, again, build his legacy, which will make inadvertently Roman Reigns his next prey. But also it creates this idea that now that Randy's on SmackDown, which a lot of people didn't pay attention to that shit, Randy Orton now being on SmackDown actually creates what I think is going to happen, which is Cody Rhodes is going to fight Randy Orton after he beats Roman, which would make the actual sense because Randy Orton could beat Roman Reigns, but Cody does. The legacy, his protege beats Roman Reigns. He dethrones Roman. Y'all would get what y'all wanted. The heel Randy Orton. See, right now, it's cool. He's playing coy. He likes what he's doing. He's back. He's happy. But eventually, we all know Randy Orton's going to eventually go heel. He's going to eventually turn that switch. And when he does, I hate to say it, but American Nightmare will officially be the Nightmare. Because Randy Orton and Cody Rhodes, for the WWE Championship for the next couple of fucking months, Sign me the fuck up for it. I'm with it. Let's do it. Because people forget that rivalry back in like 2011, 2010, 2011, when Cody first really broke away from Legacy and then he became um, the dashing Cody Rhodes and he was the Intercontinental Champion and Randy was the right, which like, people forget the matches. Them motherfuckers were incredible. So, yeah, I think that that's what it is. But Randy returning that Survivor Series. Is number 10. Starts off the list. Coming in at number 9. Oh, shit. Coming in at number 9. Um, like I said, I moved some stuff up. Moved some stuff down. And then coming in at number 9. Is the Sami Zayn. Saga. So, from the beginning of this year to technically now, but more importantly, the beginning of the year, Sami Zayn was in the beginning, was in the bloodline. And I think the saga of Sami Zayn was so beautifully arced with the bloodline, especially at the end of it. The, the, the Sami Zayn, um, well, actually at the end of last year, so I can't really use last year, but even when Roman comes back after losing to John Cena and Kevin Owens on New Year's Eve, you know, SmackDown, then the, the next SmackDown, of the start of the SmackDown year of 2023, the bloodline's in a ring, and, and, and you know, Roman looks at Sami, he's like, yo, like, why would you call your shot? Why would you? Why would you call your shot? Like, like I'm like Babe Ruth, y'all. Like y'all, like you think you can call your shot? You, you, you want to be tribal chief? Hmm? 
But you want to do what I'm doing? You want to be tribal chief? Do you want to be me? Do you want to be me? Like, do you want to be the tribal chief? The moment Sammy saw him, like, lose his shit, he was like, oh, my, what the fuck happened? And Jay Uso back at Jimmy up, like, nah, nah, nah. Like, he just goes crazy. And then Kevin Owens comes out and is like, yo, no, you're not mad at Sammy. You mad at me. Like, like, let's fight. Which, of course, leads so much further down to the Royal Rumble match. But before the Royal Rumble match... It was tribal court. Oh, that segment. Greatness. I tell you, greatness. That fucking segment on his own could probably list his damn list. Like, it was incredible to watch, man. From Paul Heyman pretty much showing you who Paul Heyman is. I don't know why Sammy thought that motherfucker was his friend, but, you know... Paul Hammond's like, he's been trying to, like, you know, stab you in the back, my tribal chief. Like, you you just haven't seen it. And and then Jay finally, again, accepting Sammy and Survivor Series, but finally going the extra mile and telling them to his face, like, yo, you my brother. Like, I trust you, my guy. Like, I did not trust you at the beginning, but now you my brother. You my family. Like, I will go to bat, which I will talk about later on. But... That leading into the Royal Rumble, which prohibitively changed the bloodline, which pretty much started the downfall of the bloodline, technically. I mean, Jay didn't join it. He didn't help them beat down Sammy after the end of the Royal Rumble match. He, after, you know, in the brutal logic of Kevin Owens, and he decides to use the steel chair that Roman Reigns literally gave him to hit Kevin Owens. And he's like, and he hits Roman, and which leads into the Elimination Chamber, which, by the way, everybody that sits up here every day and still says Sammy should have beat Roman, you are delusional as shit. Roman Reigns should have never lost to Sammy Zayn. I don't give a fuck how, how much hype you have for Sammy. Sammy was never going to carry that title into WrestleMania, ever. But leading into the WrestleMania situation, which leads me to number eight, and that is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn making up, finally making up and hugging, man. That man, I watched that shit just a moment ago. I watched it a couple hours ago on YouTube um, to make this list. And damn, man, like that, that was watching it. Like, watching it in live action, Kevin Owens and Sammy started the night with Cody Rhodes in the ring, and Cody's like, yo, like, like Kevin, like, he's apologizing to you. What's what's the problem? And, Sam, and Kevin Owens actually explained what his problem was. It was like, why would I team up with somebody that doesn't even see me as a friend? Like, he doesn't even see me as his best friend. He sees me as somebody that could just help him solve this problem of the bloodline right now. He doesn't even see me as a friend. And then Sammy, you know, runs out to Kevin before he goes and gets in the car. And he's like, yo, man, like, you always be my friend. Like, you're my brother. Like, I, I'm i sorry. And, you know, you're my brother. I, I, you know, which leads to the end where Sammy and Jay finally, you know, have a conversation in the ring. And Sammy ends up telling Jay, like, the only reason why you mad at me is not because I turned my back on the bloodline. You mad at me because you wanted to hit Roman with that chair. And I'm the one that got a chance to do it. And they proceed to jump Sammy. And then, of course, 
Kevin Owens comes back and he saves Sammy and then they hug and everybody in the crowd, you could tell. And Sammy for like is backing up, like what the fuck is about to happen? And Kevin grabbed him and hugged him. Oh man, that shit hit. Then Cody rolls in the back, smiling like, Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, like, yeah, like that was really dope, man. And of course he goes on to WrestleMania in the main event night one and they win the tag team championships, man. The undisputed tag team championships. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. I ain't even gonna lie, that was pretty cool. Um which leads into seven. Um if you ask yourself, this is a lot of bloodline shit. Why the bloodline is dominated WWE? So yes, it's gonna be a lot of bloodline shit, which brings me into number seven, which is Jay Pitting Roman. Money in the Bank 2023 was crazy. London had the crowd going nuts. Uh, John Cena even returned. Uh, little did we know he will be back on our TV screens a little shortly after that. Like for real, for real. But Jay pinning Roman was massive. It was the first time somebody beat Roman, beat Roman, like pinned Roman in, what, two and a half years, three years, some shit like that? What, like, no, it ain't even been that, like, five fucking years. Like, like the, he ain't been pinned since, like, 2019, some shit like that. So for him to get pinned by Jay Uso was massive. That match... Took a long time uh, to heat up. I gotta go back and watch it uh, and see how really great it was, of course, to make the 2023 list. I already feel like I got like two or three matches that's already on the list, no matter what. It just depends on who else feels the, the fucking, who feels the rest of it. Um, but to hear that pop of Jay beating Roman, that was uh, that was a moment that people... We'll remember for time for, for, for a long, long, long time. It's gonna be one of those Roman can be beat moments. Um but more importantly, how the ending even progressed. Like Roman uh stacking Jimmy and Jay up to win the match. Kind of reminiscent of when he first really became the tribal chief at WrestleMania thirty seven, stacking Daniel Bryan and Edge up and then for them two to kick out. At the same time, it's just like, what the fuck? Even Solo be cre- Solo creating the doubt of, is Roman losing it? Like, Solo taking it upon himself to take down, to beat his brothers down. Because Roman is so like, what the fuck is going on? Like, that even, even in that storytelling, like, Solo's looking at Roman on the ropes. And Roman's like, what the fuck? What is, what? Why can't I not beat these dudes? And Solo looking at him like, like, what? What is going on? Like, what, what is happening? That that storytelling, like that, even 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 in that storytelling, and then leading into the crescendo of Jay and Jimmy, the Usos kicking Roman in the face. Jimmy tagging Jay, so Jay is the one that actually pins Roman, who all of this shit started with, for him to be the first person to pin Roman. One, two, three. In years, for the first person to beat Roman, for it to be Jay, the person that it actually started off the bloodline with, was a moment in history. 
and it's probably going to go down as one of the greatest things to ever happen. And uh, it's definitely number seven on my list. I know a lot of people be like, seven? What the fuck? That's because at number six, it is the thing that started the end of this version, this version of the bloodline, which is Jimmy super kicking Roman in the face. Not once, but twice at night of champions. Like I said, the Usos losing the undisputed tag team titles to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, of course, created the rift in the bloodline. Roman continuously winning, keeping the title at WrestleMania 39. Eventually, like I said uh, on that show, was when I did the, the, the rating review show of WrestleMania Night 2. I literally said, Roman, when we see him again, he's going to be literally fixated on the fucking Uso, the Usos getting the fucking titles back. He was going to be, that is going to be his mission now. And that's exactly what happened. He comes back and immediately says, hey man, y'all think we was just going to let WrestleMania 39 like go? And I wasn't going to remember and I wasn't going to bring that shit up ever again? No, like, y'all lost them titles. Like, that's, we don't lose here in the bloodline. We don't lose. And the fact of the matter is, he was right. <laughs> They don't lose. So leads into Night of Champions with Roman and Solo are going to fight on fight Kevin and Sammy, which they were starting to create the deception even in that, where, you know, Kevin Owens and Sammy's doing the KO and Sammy show and, you know, the Usos come out first and say, Jimmy literally says in this damn segment, like, Jimmy literally says, man, to the fans of the Usos, hey, bro, I am the tribal chief. Like, for him to say to those that support the Usos, hey, bro, I am the tribal chief. That started it right then and there. And so, leads into Night of Champions. And even Kevin Owens selling them, like, man, Sammy for weeks have been telling me that the Usos are actually savable. Like, you can actually save them. But I don't know if that is true. So, leading to Night of Champions and Roman and Solo are doing what they're supposed to do, beat down Kevin and Sammy. Closing in on the tag team's titles, and then the Usos come out to help pretty much the bloodline to win those tag team titles, get the titles back in the bloodline, which leads to the Usos getting in the ring, trying to super kick Sami Zayn, and immediately Sami ducks and they kick solo. Roman doesn't see the fact that they got Sami ducked, he sees them kick solo, which gets him in the ring, and immediately he, he, he just goes at him. More importantly, he kind of just shoves Jimmy out the way, but he goes at Jay and he just, mm. hand to face, just straight mushed him. Which leads Jimmy to super kick Roman. And then... Like a light bulb, like a light bulb kicked in. First of all, he was just doing it to protect Jay, but then when he sees Roman, and Jay is like, "What? What you doing, bro? Like we gotta be better than him. Like we can't do that." And Jimmy's like, "Yo, no, fuck all that. Listen to me. I'm your brother. I'm not gonna let him, you know, bully you too. Like this is family, but I'm not gonna let him bully you. Fuck that. Like I'm doing what you should have did a long fucking time ago." I got you. Pushes Jay out the way, and then proceeds to get this nigga in the face again. Like, it was like, what the fuck just happened? 
Yo, that was the funniest shit on the planet. Like, just the fact that that happened. Jimmy came Roman in the face twice. Which, again, goes into what I just said about Jay pitting Roman. It's just, this all started because Jay was trying to save Jimmy. He tried to save Jimmy. Jimmy is getting guillotined in the hell in the cell in 2020. He is literally grabbing Jay to get him, like, to tell him, like, yo, Roman is choking the shit out of me. Help me. And that is the only reason why Jay quit and he fell in line to the bloodline to save Jimmy. So to see Jimmy say, fuck this, I'm not going to let you keep getting bullied by Roman. He took the first step. Now, I don't know why he's trying to get back into the bloodline. I I, I just don't fucking know. But maybe he's trying to get his, his little brother to get out of it. I don't know. But that was the beginning of the end of this version of the bloodline that we had been so accustomed to. Which comes into number five. This one, man. I can't move it all. The, I can't move it all the way up. Uh, but I will say it's in number five, um, and that is speaking of that uh, Raw Thirty show, which had the iconic Tribal Court. It also had one of now, man. One of the damn. Oh man, uh, one of the last. true passing moments. Um, It would have been so great um, to see what would have happened if he was healthy and if he was still here. Um, Coming in number five is uh, The Undertaker passing the torch to Bray Wyatt. Um, ah, man. Uh, losing Bray this year was, as a wrestling fan, was fucked up. Um, but to see, damn, that, that no, because he fought at the Raw Rumble. But that was really the last time Bray one of the last times Bray was on camera was with The Undertaker. Man, bro. And to see him pad and see him now know that he's not even here anymore. So to, for us to get that last image, because The Undertaker knew that Bray Wyatt was the next one. He knew he was. For us to get that as one of the last real memories of Bray Wyatt, the wrestler, to be pretty much handed the torch by the Undertaker. Damn, man, you kind of get emotional not thinking about that shit because it's like, yo, man, that shit was real. Like, that was like the last time we got to see. The torch being really passed in WWE where it was, and now it's like he's not even, 
Bro's not even here, man, anymore. Like that that shit is it's fucked up, man. Yeah. That was that was that was that now now knowing now now that Bray's not here is is uh yeah man that's that's uh, I'm not mm. but yeah that's at number five man it kicks off the top five um Undertaker to Bray for the last time man that was uh and then to see who it was to as well to be L.A. Knight who went on to become now one of the biggest stars of 2023 um, and generally organically got over with the crowd doing the Bray Wyatt robbery, which people kept screaming Bray kills people's pushes and kills people's momentum. And for L.A. Knight to be in a robbery with Bray Wyatt that launched him into the the man that he is today, the athlete, the superstar that he is for WWE today. Yeah, man. So for Undertaker and Bray and LA Knight to share that moment, be one of the last few times we see Bray Wyatt alive. Yeah. That's that that damn man. It, yeah, it takes it's it's number five. It's number five. I know a lot of people probably have it a little bit higher. If some people actually forget that that actually happened this year that happened in 2023 it happened the 30 year anniversary but that is one of my 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 top moments of the year probably one of my top moments in wrestling because you don't really see the torch being passed like that and and undertaker gave bray that moment and it gave him even words of encouragement at the end of it you know and i uh, i saw one of the last interviews Bray ever did, and he literally said, "You know, I'm not gonna speak on what he told me, but you know, it was just it was it was something that you know is between us, and that's something that, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, coming in at number four. Uh, that's a hard thing. Now, damn, man, that's hard. Um, coming in at number four. Um. This man's entrance, this man's entrance in Puerto Rico, cannot act like it wasn't one of the greatest fucking moments of this year. I know a lot of people be like, that's four to you? But did you not see that shit? Coming in at number four is Bad Bunny, man. That entrance, the entrance at fucking Backlash Puerto Rico. And then the match, like that match was iconically great. Like it didn't, it didn't need to be that great, but it was. It was fucking fantastic. Bad Bunny coming out in Backlash, Puerto Rico, the drone circling the fucking building. Like it was, oh man, that shit was top tier great. It felt like the ruthless aggression era. It felt like that. It felt like an entrance that just you knew it was coming. It felt stone cold. It felt like rock. It felt like you hear that car crash in mankind's entrance. Like it was like whoa, pop, instant fucking pop. And that's what it was, man. That's what the joy of wrestling is, man. Coming in at number three.
Remember when I said earlier when I kicked it off that Survivor Series has something? 2023. Well, the ending of Survivor Series was Randy Orton coming back. The real ending of Survivor Series was CM Punk coming back. And that is at number three. CM Punk is back in WWE. WWE said, oh, motherfucker, we got one more trick for 2023. You have no idea what this trick is. And that is the one, the only, the best in the world. And that is CM Punk, man. Listen, I don't know what you're going to do with CM Punk. It seems like we already know what's going to happen. That's CM Punk versus Seth Rollins. I still don't believe it needs to be for the World Heavyweight Championship. But we shall see. CM Punk being back in WWE is hard to believe, but also kind of yeah, it makes sense. Like, you really thought CM Punk being in AEW was going to last when he is bigger than the fucking company? You are delusional. CM Punk to WWE made sense. It made the ultimate sense. And I'm happy that he's back. I can't wait to see when he when he gets into the wrestling ring what's going to happen, what's going to transpire. As great of a return as it is, it's third. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm still very nervous about what's going to happen when he gets in the ring. What's going to happen backstage? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? But for the most part, we got Sam Punk at WWE. Motherfucker, rejoice. <laughs> and number two. Remember when I said it's going to be a lot of bloodline in this? Well, I've had already Jay pinning Roman, the Sammy saga, Kevin and Sammy making up to beat the blood, Jimmy and Jay and the Usos, Jimmy kicking Roman in the face. Let's add another one in there. And that is the main event one. Main event Jay Uso. Yeet. He can't use it anymore, but I still can. Yeet. Jay Uso officially leaving the fucking bloodline, man. Like I said, after Night of Champions, people forget it literally took like two weeks to like three weeks to finally get Jay to finally leave the fucking bloodline. Like right after Night of Champions, they had uh the 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 title celebration thing for Roman. Um the new title was revealed, the, the new universal championship was revealed. And then they had Jay and Jimmy come out, and Jay and Solo decide to still stay with Roman, and they kicked Jimmy out. And then for like a week or two, Roman wasn't even there, and Jay had a chance to win the U.S. championship, and Jay cost him that. Well, Jimmy cost him that. And then Roman came back, and that's when the, the is Jay in or is Jay out kept playing. And... That night was crazy. You didn't know what was going to happen. You didn't. So when Jay's pretty much ripping into Jimmy, like, you think you know what's best for me? This is always what it's been, huh? You know, listen to your brother Joshua. Let your brother tell you what to do, Joshua. And he kept going and kept going. And he literally says, you know what? I've been the main event, man. When you fell, when you was injured, I stepped up. I became the main event, Jey Uso. I used to, I was headlining main events, SmackDowns, everything. I was the one. 
It was all because of him. Talk about Roman Reigns. It's all because of him. So when he literally gets into it and says, you know what? You out. You think, damn. The Roman in the background laughing. <laughs> and then he says, and I'm out too. Boom. Ooh, I can still see it. I can still see it. Kicked his ass dead face. Roman was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Roman just looking at What the fuck just happened? Solo was like, and Jimmy, Jimmy already knew Solo was coming. He's like, yo, no, no. And then he ducked, Jay ducked, and Jimmy caught Solo. Then he double kicked Solo. Oh, that shit was beautiful. The crowd, bro, that shit exploded. Like, yo, yo, you could. Me being at home, I exploded. I was like, yo, that shit was classic. Instant history. Instant. You know something that's going to live forever. Roman gets up. He's like, y'all ain't leaving me. What the fuck? You, you can't leave me. And they look. <laughs> and they instantly kicked his motherfucker in the face. Instantly kicked him in the face. And that was the end. That was the official end of the original bloodline. That was done. It was over. Jay was out. The right hand man finally decided to leave. And again, it goes into what we've been what I've been saying in the whole storyline. He only left because Jimmy finally left. Jimmy finally gave him the confidence to get the fuck out the bloodline. By the way, when Jimmy finally did go back to the bloodline and he caused Jay the title at SummerSlam. Jay didn't go back to the bloodline. He kicked Jimmy in the face and literally said, I'm out. I'm done with this. Because all he needed was the confidence to finally leave the situation. And that's what happened. But that night, when he kicked Roman in the face, will live in wrestling history. It will. It was a great moment. It's just not the greatest moment to me in 2023. And that relies with the tribal chief. And that is at number one. Roman Reigns beating Cody Rose. I don't know why the fuck this happened still. I have no idea why this happened still. I have never been more hurt confused, pissed off, and just irritated with wrestling. <laughs> like, like, on that night, like that, I remember doing the, the, the fucking Ray Review show right after. My whole episode is me trying to gather my thoughts on what the fuck just transpired. Roman beating Cody is still one of those you have to pull the trigger this year moments. There was nobody better to beat Roman than Cody. And I still believe that. I still fucking believe that. I think they pissed away that opportunity. I really fucking do. I still think Cody should beat him at this upcoming WrestleMania. I think Cody should be the one that dethrones Roman. I think all of that shit. But to have Roman beat Cody. 
I still question it. I don't know why you did it. Like, it still is to the point where it's just so stupid. I don't get it. I don't fucking understand it. It still gets me pissed off. Like, yo, that shit should have never fucking happened. Like, oh, my God, yo, what the fuck? Yes, the rest of these stories, the Jay kicking Roman, the J- you still could have fucking done it. You still could have fucking done it. You didn't need him to keep the titles. Like, you could have still fucking done it. Oh, my God. I'm still mad at this shit. I didn't realize how pissed off I would get. I get more mad now that I've actually seen how this story has played out. And I'm still pissed off. Like, it's 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 one of those. It's one of those. And I, I don't get it. I, I don't fucking understand it. Like, Yo, I'm still mad. Like, <laughs> yo, this shit has happened. This shit happened in April. We're in December. I am still fucking mad about this shit. I will never understand that decision. I, 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 I don't fucking understand it. I don't understand. As great as all of that shit was, Jay kicking Rome and Jimmy, you could have done that shit. Oh my god, yo. I'm still pissed, and I'm going to be pissed until they correct this fucking thing. They need to correct it. They need to correct it at WrestleMania 40, and let it be that. Because if you push the, if you push it one more year, you get people losing interest in Cody, and people will 100% lose interest in Roman. But that... It's my top 10 WWE moments of this year. And number one was Roman Reigns beating Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania 39, which I still think they should have never fucking done. Number two was Jey Uso finally leaving the bloodline. Number three, the best in the world is back in WWE, and that is CM Punk, and that is at number three. And number four was Bad Bunny, man. Bad Bunny's interest at Backlash in Puerto Rico is probably one of the greatest pops I've seen in a long, long time. Number five is the last time we saw The Undertaker and he officially passed the torch to the late, great Bray Wyatt at Royal Raw 30. Uh, um, number six is Jimmy Uso officially starting the bloodline's decline. Number seven is Jey Uso pinning Roman Reigns. One, two, three, being the first person to pin Roman Reigns in, what, three, four years? Number eight is Kevin and Sammy finally making up to fight the Usos at WrestleMania 39, night one. Number nine is the Sami Zayn saga with the bloodline to lead up to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn making up, which led to the Usos, which led to all that. And then number 10 is the one, the only, the GOAT, one of the greatest to ever do it, Randy Orton returning to WWE after literally a year and a half away. <sighs> That's a pretty good damn list. Oh, my shit. Holy shit. That's a lot more shit, but I, that, that to me is just the 10.
Um, <sighs> Till next time, like I said, be on the lookout for my top 10 wrestlers and my top 10 matches of 2023. They are all coming up soon. <sighs> but until next time, man, I am Brandon Janu. This is Wrestling Life. Hope you guys enjoyed this list. Peace.